Yeah, man. What's up? Welcome. What up, guys? We're, We're back. back. We's back. <laughs> Another episode of the Stressed Out Podcast. Uh-huh. And today we, we have a very it. special guest. Yeah, I hope you guys are ready for this. Today. We're already in the future. We're in the year 2019. Yeah. You know what's crazy? It's because we actually joined the Illuminati and they taught us how to time travel. So Totally. You know, they actually... <laughs> Nah, that's not me. <laughs> you're not in the Illuminati? I'm not in the Illuminati. Mm. Well, you're not living right. Well, you know, I mean, shame on you then. I guess so. Well, today Joel our is. special guest is... Super in the Illuminati. I was just waiting for you guys to say something that I could report back to the, <laughs> the HQ. Yeah, our guest is actually in the Illuminati. He's a high priest. Yeah, I'm going to tell Illuminati. you all the secrets and everything, show you the handshake, yeah. Yeah. and then we're going to sacrifice a virgin if anybody... Oh, no. No, we're done. Not a human one. They don't exist in L.A. They don't. I I saw one at LAX. Yeah, she was getting off. She had new headshots. (laughs) She just got here from Iowa. In three weeks, she won't be. Another bound case from Oklahoma. A guy's going to offer her free room and board. You can tell, yeah. Her pants were a little bit too loose. Like, you know. Yeah, you oh can my. always tell who's new to L.A. Like, it, I remember when I first got here. Did you ever go to Central Casting when you first got here? You see a bunch of people who think that they're going to, like, be super famous. Oh, in a Jesus, week bro. That. Speaking of yeah, that. Yeah, I got uh, uh, one of my first gigs was, like, an extra gig on, like, uh, I forgot what it was, some crappy TV show. And every single person <laughs> in the background was just, like, thinking it was a big, their big break. And I was yeah. like, are you kidding? You're so sad. I'm going like, to let <laughs> I'm gonna let the wind blow my hair so they notice me. Right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there's, the, there's the extra who does a little too much. It's like, can you guys lean up against the wall and then there's the extra who does that and he like starts like trying to like force tears out and everything it's like relax dude you're not gonna oh my gosh and then I, one guy gonna... told me he goes he goes the key is always like make sure you stand behind the leads like make sure and if you can have a chance like you know touch their elbow or grab a prop because then they, they can't cut you out you're in that's so bro. You're creepy in. <laughs> yeah. yeah people have background work to a science yeah oh yeah yeah I don't I don't do background I don't work. either yeah. I stopped nah. I nah. did though for a long time. I stopped though. I mean, it's good. You know, it's it's, it's a good paycheck here and Your there. Your first year or two here, exactly. Uh-huh. You kind of learn the ropes. Yeah. Year eight, nine. I know some like, guys who do their career, their career background. I mean, I was talking to one guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm on the new Depp film. Got seven days on that next week. Then I jump over to the Reeves, the Keanu Reeves film." And I'm like, "You're just background, bro. You're not, you're not on the film." They like, were, they <laughs> had, they had, in his mind, he's in his made mind, it. In he his had, mind. Yeah. And if he they, goes back to Idaho and tells people, you know that, like, oh yeah, bro, you go to Idaho, home. you're yeah. a man. Yeah, they flip. Yeah. They're like, yeah. "Oh, I saw you in uh, whatever, you know, Gremlins too." Just yeah. talking about Gremlins too. <laughs> yeah. I saw you in the background. I saw you open a door. Yeah, yeah. I saw you. And a can opener to Phoebe Cates. He's teaching master class in Des Moines right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I saw uh, there was actually an article last year in what is it, the LA Entertainment how some background actors are making a hundred grand a year. Really? Yeah. No, you can. I mean, if you're yeah. a union background and you work five days a week, it's not a bad if you have no uh, aspirations and no life. It's, it's <laughs> and no yeah, life skills. Dude. It's a good. It's not a bad gig if, if you, you can handle being just stack money for a year. Right. If you're frugal, you can. It's like being human cattle. I couldn't do it. The yeah. one thing it's I too do, degrading because you moved out here for something else. The know? one thing I'd say I did like about it though was like when I wasn't being used during that time, I could like get whatever work done I needed on my phone or if I needed to read something. Like it was where instead of like going home and doing that on my own time, I was getting paid to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that definitely is a benefit. You can kill two birds with one yeah. stone. Yeah, and snacks. Oh well, yeah, and yeah, they you, feed you. I've worked. I've worked Checks, PA before. Gummy bears. <laughs> I've worked PA before, and I do not like the way they treat background. 
oh no, dude, like you can't even eat from craft services. It's like, can we have some of that gourmet chicken? It's like, no, you eat little Caesars out of a dog bowl <laughs> because they because they don't. They, what are you gonna do? Leave and then they'll be like, all right, we'll get someone else. Like the, yeah, yeah. The, like the the bar for that's true. The bar's really low for yeah, that. Man, have you guys ever seen that? And they refer to them as background. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I I've yet. To see an actor on TV be like, yeah, man, I uh, I got my big breaking background and I found an agency. So it's like, it's not worth it. Nobody. Uh, no. It's probably happened just in the same sense that Johnny Depp never took an acting class and Nicolas Cage was like, you got charisma. And then he just started acting. But it's like very mm-hmm. rare. Mm-hmm. There's definitely been a handful you of know? stories of people who were like, you know, they, they, I don't know the big break necessarily, but a director will walk over and give them a line and all of a sudden they're bumped up in their union. And, you know, I don't know where their career went from there, but. There's a handful. But That's like a yeah. great story. It is. It'd be better if I had some more details about it. <laughs> like you're, you're an extra <laughs> and then you get a, a line. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden your pay bump is up. I guess so. Yeah. That happens. I, I don't know if you call it a, I was a, but it was an audition. I was a featured extra. I don't know when the movie comes out. It's a, uh, what is the name of them? I can't think of the name of the movie, but Johnny Depp's in it. And uh, he plays um, uh, a crooked cop during the Biggie and Tupac whole fiasco oh, okay. yeah. yeah but uh i was uh, a gangster at a barbecue uh that had i was like uh dang that was like two years ago <laughs> but it's supposed to come out this year but <laughs> okay. we're in a we're in a backyard at a barbecue and we're like chatting and we're chatting to the dirty cop and then they come arrest us all Oh no! Wow! Yeah, bro, I shot that for three days and got like fourteen hundred dollars. So for real? Yeah, I'm not complaining. Yeah, sitting your yeah. bagging on background, you yeah. just made fourteen hundred dollars yeah, to hang out at a barbecue. Fallen is a gangster at a barbecue. Yeah. You would have hung out at a barbecue for free, and you got paid to hang out at a barbecue. Yeah, man, I actually there's perks doing background. I actually don't like people, so I probably wouldn't go to a barbecue. <laughs> what? Like I don't yeah. like random people. Like everybody who I hang around is like people I know, like Hater and Matt. You know, I, I invite them over. Oh, like when you got to go like somewhere and like rub elbows. Yeah, yeah. He's not like super outgoing. A bunch of people that if you If somebody really invited to me to, to a barbecue, I probably wouldn't go. I'm the opposite. I like, I love meeting new people. I live for that. It's I'm like trying a to, hobby. I'm trying to get out of that shell because, uh, you know, it's like I in this industry, you need to talk to everybody. Well, as long as you have something to talk about, you know, like the worst is I have nothing have to... to talk about. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> have you ever like sometimes you like feigning interest, which I know you're not good at because like it, but like fainting interest, feigning like interest. pretending oh, like, you're uh, interested, uh, 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 uh. like just so you don't, you not like a dickhead. And it's not like just an out and out like fake thing, but it's just like somebody asks you, it's like, you know, you tell somebody that you're comedian and then all of a sudden it's like, so uh, like that's people just ask the most basic questions about yeah. that. It's like, so like uh, I have the attitude of a New York paid for that, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, where do you go? What do you do? And then you just kind of have to be like, oh, you know, this, that and everything. And then it's like you ask them about them. It's like, well, what do you do? And it's like, well, I'm a leaf blower. And it's like, oh, cool. How long you been doing that? You know, have you guys ever been <laughs> I with leaf blowers a lot? Yeah, I'm not you know, a comedian, actually, but have you guys ever been at a party? Or a dinner, and yes. someone's like, you find out you're a comedian, like, oh, tell us a joke. All the time. Oh, that yeah. would drive me nuts. I tell them no. I hate I cu- that. I cuss them out. I'd be like, put some <laughs> mo- I say, put some money on the table. I tell them, I, yeah, I tell them I do it for money. So if you yeah. want to pay me, I'll be happy to uh-huh. do a solid 15 at this dinner party. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You don't get it for free. Comedian what? is the most disrespected job, like yeah. point blank period. Like nobody asks a singer, like, "Hey, sing right now." They might on occasion, but they don't do that. And the thing about comedy is, everybody thinks they can do it, and they only do it whenever their life turns to rock bottom. Like you see yeah. celebrities, like and it's, it's like also James Vanderbeek does comedy now. It's like, of course he does. Yeah, you know? yeah. like, 
like no, I'm, I'm nothing against James <laughs> Vanderbeek, but it's like he's not like you know popping. Doesn't have right a passion now. for the game. He's doing it because his agents were like, you know what, we we need to get you some more sitcom yeah. auditions. Why don't you get on the the stage? When you become yeah, consistent absolutely. as a comedian, it's probably the most highest paid because for fifteen oh, yeah. minutes, for fifteen minutes, I get five hundred to seven fifty on the road. That's awesome. So that's not, that's not even an hour of work. Here's know? the other one. I here's the other one I hate when you're uh, when you're at a party and someone not they don't ask you to tell a joke when they find a comedian they go I got one for you you can use this yeah. and they tell you some really long strung out like oh, joke from the early forties yeah, oh, yeah. yeah 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 like, like from this Catskills yeah 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 you're like I don't do that <laughs> yeah when I first started doing comedy my granddaddy pretty much raised me and. Uh, he was like, you need to get you a suit and some Stacey Adams and get on the David Letterman show. <laughs> I was like, all right. It's <laughs> a good career path. You're like, yeah. Okay, granddaddy. Dude, people have no idea how this industry works. They my friend Josh, idea. one of my best friends from back home, but he's always like, dude, he goes, just like go up to like Sylvester Stallone's agent and be like, hire me. <laughs> and he's like, just like go in his office and slam your headshot down. But you know what's hilarious? You know what's hilarious? That might actually work. Someone, someone would have done that at some point, and it would have worked. Yeah. But you have social skills and etiquette and a, right. a soul that <laughs> that you're not willing to sell. That I quickly. heard a story about John Claude Van Damme, and I don't know if this is true. And and given this was a different time, this is in the '80s, like when Kickboxer came out. But anyways, right. he heard about you know John Claude Van Damme mm -hmm. is right. He heard about this casting director. <laughs> the first. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. a good, you got the pop cultural reference right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got to make sure because you did grow up in Canada and you were you were. Born. And they don't. And I'm a girl. And they don't fight up there. Yeah. They, they don't fight up there. They put they the Jean Claude movies up there, yeah. but they edit out we're the fighting. Pretty, we're they edit out the fighting, so it's literally just him getting no out of bed without a shirt on right. in the morning, and then credits roll. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> like, um, there's a story. Jean Claude Van Damme finds out about where this casting director eats at every single day. And so finally he goes up to this casting director, he's a no name, and he goes, he's like, I want you to put me in my movie. And the guy's like, why should I put you in my movie? And then in the middle of the restaurant while this casting director is eating a steak, he jumps up and does a spin <laughs> kick over his head and like lands and he goes, come to my office Monday morning. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but that's that's the, the story. But that's the that's one awesome. out of a thousand. The other 999 people who tried that were like, get the fuck out of my yeah. bro. What are you doing? Get the right. cops called out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some guy with a rat tail and sweatpants. Yeah. Like just some random Hollywood Boulevard guy. <laughs> well, it's like uh, the whole Barbara Streisand story way back in the day on Broadway. Her very first audition, she walked out. I think it was Funny Girl. To, to sing on this big stage and this big Broadway thing. And uh, they said, you know, what's your name? She goes, Barbara. And she wasn't great looking or anything. And uh, she said what she's going to sing. And she takes a big old wad of gum out of her mouth and sticks on the bottom of the stool Ugh. and sings. And the casting directors were like, it was memorable because it was good. But they're like, the girl who put the gum out, that was some good attitude. We like that. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, with that moment. But then you would never go out there and try it because you're – why would you do that? That would I, totally I, turn me I'm, off. I'm about to start making yeah. my story now, so when I get more famous, you know what I'm saying? I'll, <laughs> you know you know, I was discovered on the back of a school bus, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he taped himself to the back of a yeah. school bus with his headshot, just plastered to so, his chest. Someone would be like, he peed on Steven Spielberg's loafers yeah. at Nobu, and uh, I, that's how they make it. I heard yeah. David Lucas with the CAA and started roasting all the agents. <laughs> well, that's the Dude, thing. you should do that. Dude, <laughs> either love it or they would like hate you yeah, yeah. there'd yeah. be no in between <laughs> yeah. it's a, most of those stories you could either get blacklisted from hollywood 
or it's like I'll try it. If it doesn't work, I'll move to New York. It's a high yeah. risk, high reward <laughs> thing for sure. Yeah, but 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 the thing about like something like Barbara Streisand is that probably was her real attitude. Like that's not my attitude. Yeah, it wasn't. So if I did it, it would come off as inauthentic. Yeah, you know she I mean? wasn't flexing some kind of like uh, marketing muscle there. She was literally just just being herself. Being herself. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people they're like, I'm gonna go in there with you know some machismo and you know some right. moxie, but it comes off as like very fake, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like they're I'm, just way, I'm way to... too nice for that kind of crap. I'm you know yeah, but that's your selling point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is like the fact it's like you know that guy who came in here that was too nice. <laughs> you know, I like his attitude. You know, you know that guy? <laughs> yeah. What man, was his he... name? I don't know. He's just really nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey he Matt, like... so I, I heard in the lobby before we came in, I heard <laughs> that Matt got bit by a rat. <laughs> oh, Wait, you never <laughs> heard you this? Talk about that. When did you get bit Matt by a rat? Got bit by a rat. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about this in the podcast. No, bro. No, we haven't. Okay, so I was in Van Nuys. <laughs> I was in. <laughs> I was in did my- you have a sweater made of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I was trying to hand feed them underneath the dumpsters of Van Nuys. Only um, in Van Nuys. Yeah, it was a Blair and Lint biscuit, and then I had like Jinko jeans on. No, so um, I get out of my bed in the And morning. by the way, y'all, every time Matt mentioned Van Nuys, the property value goes down by 10K. <laughs> oh, dude, I hate- They're like I, paying you to move there at this point. Like, Van Nuys. On this podcast, we hate on Van Nuys Oh, so much. yeah. Like, I literally have a different reference for the demographic. I'm like, it's just cholos and Paco jeans. Like, there's like so many diff- just different types but of- Van Nuys has been bad for a long time. Dude, like, yeah. it's, Johnny Carson used to rail on it back, like, way back in the day. Like, it's it hasn't gotten better. Oh, dude, I, I, I just- moved there out of necessity because my old apartment had mold and like when I went there I was yeah. like dude this place is a dumb they need a Whole Foods just to start the trend they, yeah they need to gentrify it just a little <laughs> they got bit a little, a Whole right. Foods or at least a Trader Joe's in there yeah yeah it's like a big food for less without a roof on it yeah. that's what Van Nuys is <laughs> maybe like an arcade bar or something yeah. so what's up with this rat so anyways yeah, tell us. I jump out I get out of the bed in the morning I'm like groggy my yoga mat's still laid out and I feel something like hopping on my foot what? and then like I feel like something sharp on my foot and I jump down I look down and there's a rat and I scream at the top of my lungs wait, and wait, jump wait. on my bed and, and it, the rat isn't like leaving it's just like standing there like looking at me shaking and then like I was like what in the world and I was like freaked out to where I'm like standing on my bed and just looking at this thing and I notice that it kind of like moves a little bit and it hobbles so it looks like it's foot's broken it's got a gangster I, limp yeah it's got a gangster <laughs> limp it's a crip walking the rat is crip walking I didn't realize the rat was in your apartment <laughs> yes it was in my apartment oh my god on your, you said on your on my yoga, yoga mat I will so cry so I look I look and uh, like uh, I'm like looking at this rat, and like I'm like freaked out. So I just grab the yoga mat and I start dragging, and the rat's kind of like crip walking to the back. And then I just <laughs> finally pull it out, and this guy walks by. He's got like a flat brimmed hat on with like his girlfriend. He goes ah! He like screamed really loud, and his girlfriend's like, "It looks sick." And so like maybe he was screaming at the yoga mat. He was yeah. like, "Oh no, yeah, we got a hippie." He's like, "Oh no, this guy's gentrifying uh, Van Nuys. Uh, we got a vegan in here. Yeah. Get him." out he's gonna ruin our city <laughs> gonna bring in all the white people with dreadlocks um so i i like shove the yoga mat underneath like this dumpster just because i i like i still kind of have some compassion for the rat you know what i mean i'm like i'll put it in the shade right so in case just, he wants to get some yeah vinyasas in later yeah in absolutely yeah. he just wants to eat some stale like whatever people eat in van nice some old like half bitten pizza rolls oh. right you know that's all they eat in my apartment. So nice. yeah i know so anyways um, I uh, go to like the uh, urgent care, and the guy's like, "You got bit by a rat," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then like he, he can't was, believe like, it. Yeah, he was like, yeah, "Everybody just thought I was lying," and the skin wasn't broken, 
So he goes, yeah, he goes, I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> and so he's like, let me call this hotline. Or he called like some sort of number where there was like doctors. And it's like, yeah, if the skin's not broken, it's like, there's not really anything that you need to do. And I was like, I don't have rabies or anything. He's like, no, I don't think so. He <laughs> the was emergency like, room had back. To, the emergency room had to call a hotline? No, yeah, no it wasn't the scary. ER. It was, it was, it was urgent care. Oh, God. Urgent still care. scary. So it, I don't know yeah. if it was a hotline or just another doctor. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, he goes... I'd say just look at it. If it starts changing colors, he's like, come back. So that was my, this is like four or five weeks ago. And so I've been fine. But I mean, it's still like creeped me out and everything. So is the rat still there? No, no. How did it get in your apartment? That's what bothers me the most. Well, I called my landlord and I guess there was a hole that it crawled through. And so they sealed up the hole and they set a bunch of traps. So, I mean, I haven't seen anything else, but I mean, I'm moving out of Van Nuys. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were supposed to do that like a couple weeks ago. Well, I was. My apartments keep falling through. So, you know, I have four days to get out of my apartment. No lies. Wow. Yeah. When you took the rat to the dumpster, did you see three turtles? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Don't you mean yeah. four? Four turtles. Oh, four turtles. Four turtles. Turned into four. Four. I'm a Ninja Turtles fan. Yeah. Actually, yeah. five. There was a female turtle in the last there movie. Was? Yeah, there was a female turtle. <gasps> the Ninja Turtles came Wait, out on my birthday. When? Her name was Venus de Milo, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, in the second, no, on the TV, the live action TV show that was really bad. When did this mid, come out? Mid '90s, I think. Uh-huh. Based on the movies, it was the same costumes with really bad humor, and then they had a female turtle. And her shell really? had like little breasts on it. Like it was so, oh my goodness. so uh, cheesy. It was that's so bad. weird, dude. Was I just saw color, a clip on was YouTube. Was her color bandetta pink or something? Yeah, it was like pink. Was Splinter yeah. shacking up with her? Uh, yeah, no. Splinter was actually uh, touching the boys. So he was arrested in the first episode. Right. It was a very special episode of Teenage Mutant <laughs> yeah. Ninja Turtles. Splinter. Splinter was a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Boy. I don't know if he, he knows ended that. up on to catch a predator. <laughs> he, was. he just walked in as a rat <laughs> to catch a splinter. It's like, what are you doing in here? It's like a 14 year old girl told me she had a block of cheese. <laughs> oh. oh boy! What's in the yeah. bag? Some cheese and some condoms. <laughs> oh my goodness! That show was so insane. Do you remember that? To catch a predator. Yeah. To catch a predator, because and you know these guys had to have been cracking up because they would send something. They'd be like, "Hey, I'm 12. Drive your semi truck over and come in naked." Like they were hazing what? these guys. Dude. Yeah, there was one guy who walked in <laughs> naked with a pack of beer, and then Chris Hansen walks out and he's like, "What were you doing in here?" It was, was like, fake, right? No, no, no. I mean, no, this is real. to catch a predator. Yeah. 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 And and he's like, nothing. I'm just sitting here. He's like, why are you naked? And then he's like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was, I was just hanging out. <laughs> it was my first television credit. I was a regular on that. That was my first gig. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. I, uh, series regular. <laughs> no. The funny thing is they canceled that show because there was complaints, legal complaints that it was entrapment. So they actually had to shut the show down. It's like, well, you shouldn't trap those people. Right. No, That's, those are uh, bad people. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The, you, you weed them out. Like Do nasty uh, shit. Yeah. But they were kind of coaxing them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it was like somebody it who had like a mental problem and then it's like, hey, here's the cheese. Why don't yeah. you eat it? <laughs> no, it yeah, was it like was entrapment, them. but you still should weed them out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't think that solves the problem. You know what I mean? Like, you know? I think those people have like deep like problems and it's like, I think that they just need like psychiatric Help. You know, oh, I don't think arresting. I don't think the other pedophiles are like they got Jimmy. Let's go into hiding. No, they're still gonna like get on Google. And, the you fact know, that they right. write somebody, you "Hey, know. I'm 12. Drive your semi truck over. Uh, show up naked." That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Right, I yeah. mean, those guys were thirsty. If for... a girl messaged me, she's like, "I'm 28. Drive your Challenger over. Naked. Come in naked." I'm gonna be like, "Bitch, you crazy?" Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I yeah. wear pants on at least? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you don't you don't need it that bad. Who shows up at girls' house still? 
what like naked like period without knowing them like, I'm, like at a girl's oh, house no I'm, I'm, I'm i mean i don't think anybody I'm scared, does that dude. i think it's illegal isn't it that sounds very creepy the, is that no, part of the me too movement no 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 i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. i'm saying like the first time you meet a girl she's dang what's up with this chair the first time you meet a girl she's like come over like hell no like oh, okay would you go to a girl Wait, like you'd never met her before like you, you, got, met- you guys meet online Oh, that sounds you scary. Up, yeah, exactly. She's like, right. Oh. It yeah. could be like a forty-seven-year-old man. You know what I mean? Who You'll just, be putting like, the lotion on the skin again, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. but <laughs> you still get laid. So there's a give and take, right? You know, yeah. I mean, it's even if it's Buffalo Bill, pros and cons, <laughs> pros and cons. <laughs> Absolutely, so scary. I saw that movie when I was like, me too, young. seven or Silence something. Of the like Lambs. Silence yeah. of the Lambs. It warped me, dude. Seven's too early. <laughs> Way too early. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't see that. You should be seeing it right now, bro. I know. I know. I should just now be watching it. That movie's disturbing. Oh, for that sure. part with like Goodbye Horses. You yeah. know, I mean, I saw it on TV, given so it was like edited. Bro, but you, you know, saw so. edited Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, edited Silence of the Lambs. You wow, know? that's pointless. The nineties was a lot yeah. more gruesome, so you probably would have saw some blood in action. Oh yeah, dude. I remember like TNT. They they didn't censor a lot of stuff. If right. you watch TNT, it's PC mm-hmm. now, bro. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. It's because you get get everything else online for free. Yeah. You know what much. movie really got me it was the, it. the Ring. I never saw The Ring. The Ring and The, the Grudge. Why you didn't see The Ring? No, I didn't watch that, that I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to die in seven days. Like, I was so scared. I don't watch horror films because I don't want to pay to be scared. I think that's an emotion oh, I don't really? like. So why oh, would I, I pay? Right. Really? I'm just like, why would I pay to get scared? I'd rather pay to laugh or watch car chases or see boobies. It's and like, the stuff gets stuck <laughs> in your head, you but know? But it's like an emotional roller coaster. That's, I think that's what you're paying for. It's like... I don't need that. that I, I live in LA and I do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The well, emotional yeah, roller coaster true. takes care that of itself true. on a day-to-day yeah. basis. That's true. Uh-huh. Don't you guys do... Th- what's the theme for this show? Don't you guys do themes? No. Themes. No. no. <laughs> you don't. Just, just hanging out. We just had, asked you to come over here and drink your coffee in front of us with a microphone in your face. But we want to know more about you. I'm drinking caffeine, so just to... Just to be able just to, to chill just to, just to shake you up a little yeah. bit. My person, yeah, I'm I'm living vicariously through you because my personality's like dead right now because yeah. I have no caffeine. Same this is day two, so I'm like we're both like this is like my addicts. fifth cup right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, I oh drink a lot goodness. of caffeine. So, so tell us Good about you. you, man. Yeah, tell us yeah. your yeah. Where, where, What's when your did story? You, when did you? Uh, What's my story? When did you start doing comedy? Uh, started, and why? I started. Why? And why? Yeah, why? I what was the low point that drove you to this? You look like you're built like the old Bruce Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bill, like Willis. the old Bruce Willis oh not modern day Bruce the, Willis yeah Bruce Willis now is horrible but. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, that's the, die, the die hard Bruce Willis like the, the first yeah one. dude where he hangs the German with the chain well, he wasn't like in great shape there he was I he mean was he, he was in shape he was in good shape he walked across glass I'm gonna so think it is a compliment I like yeah, it it's a, a bit compliment. like the old Bruce Willis people be like oh I guess so you yeah. look like a walk across glass Bruce Willis Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, I started when I was 17 doing comedy. Oh, wow. Yeah. 17 yeah. years old. Year. Where'd yeah. you start at? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque, Albuquerque New Mexico. The home 17. of meth addicts? Home of meth addicts, man. <laughs> home, of, home of nothing. Breaking Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad and home of Neil Patrick Harris. So it's like oh, a wow. mix. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so, a lot of witches in Albuquerque, too, isn't there? That's what I heard. Really? I don't know. That's what I heard. Only Matt would know about I witches. I thought that was like Salem, <laughs> no. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. There's a lot of weird stuff my... in New Mexico, period. Like, if you, if you could think of... Of whatever. Uh, a belief or a religious system or whatever. New Mexico. I'm sure, aliens, absolutely. bro. Aliens. Aliens. Roswell, aliens. Yeah. That's true, dude. People live in Taos and listen, talk to crystals. Like everything oh. you could think of in New Mexico is there. So it's just yeah. basically a bunch of like obscure people. Yeah. It's people who want to kind of go off the grid a little bit and get in touch with, be kind of lost in the. Because, you know, there's, it's, it's, 
there's tons of deserts, tons of open area. And no one, no one really gets in each other's business. A so lot of Native also, Americans, Narnia. right? Native Americans, yeah. yeah. You got the whole Navajo Indian Reservation. Yeah, so it's a, it's a mix of people for sure. It's a good yeah. place to leave. So you started over <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of like L.A., but instead of like cocaine, it's with meth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tons of meth. Tons of meth labs. Because you could have a camper like Breaking Bad. You could put a camper in the middle of nowhere and no one's going to bug you. Right. But yeah. there's a lot of L.A. people who live out there. Uh, like oh. in Santa Fe, Julia Roberts, Val Kilmer, they, they shoot tons of stuff. They shoot like Avengers out there and stuff. Because so. you could probably yeah, shoot like, without permits. Probably, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. Gonna, who's gonna know? Yeah. Well, they're getting yeah. they're getting savvy to it now. Because when it started picking up, I used to go out there because I had an agent out there, and I'd drive out there and I'd just go to the studio, they built a big old studio, and I pull up to the guard gate, and I would, and they'd be like, "Hey, can I help you?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna drop off some headshots with some casting directors." He goes, "All right, come on in." It used to be like that, which is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And, and like people would show up with their friends at auditions with like Polaroids, and the cast director would be like, oh, "Okay, I'll take a look at this guy." Like it used to be so low key, <laughs> wow. and now Crazy. and now it got too big, and now it's. What, do, you, like do you like Tough. the old system better, or do you like the new system where everything's like so digital and everything like that, or do you like it whenever it was a little bit old more system hard for sure. copy? Why there seems something a little more authentic about that and, yeah. and easier to get a job because but. there's nothing worse. I hate like self taped auditions, mm. uh, self taped yeah. voiceover stuff because. I mean, a lot of people like it because you could do 20 different takes and like, here's my best take and I send it off to you. But I like being in the room with the director and you give them a take and the director goes, okay, try it this way and do it that way. And then you have that personal connection. And you're like, look, I'm directable and we have a connection. And now it's just like so, it's almost like just throw a bunch of spaghetti against the wall, see what sticks. Where back in the day, it's like if you got in the room, you had a viable chance at auditioning for something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes so sense. So I, I think the personal connection's lost. I agree with which that. Which is where, as comedians or as people, that's half the job. That's a big sell. Right, because you get some sort of a rapport when you're exactly. in the room with somebody else. But yeah. I mean more so in terms of like, okay, so it's like, I think in a lot of ways it might be easier for us, like in, in LA now, like in the industry of like, you know, entertainment, because it's like there's all these lanes that have opened up. But right. I think that there's so many lanes that people get lost on it. They're like, I'll stay Absolutely. on this lane and then I'll go to that lane and then I'll go you, to this you gotta lane. You got to choose like one or two. You can't, two things, you, you can't, I think, at the you, max. You can't do like, yeah, I'm an editor, I'm a DP, I'm a comedian, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, right. I'm a singer, I'm a yeah. dancer. It's I'm a lot to balance yeah, out. I twirl. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem yeah. is with the, with the digital world, like it just opens up so much more, uh, and now it just creates tons of white noise. That it's hard to break through all that white noise. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like YouTube Absolutely. gave a voice to everybody in the world, but it's like, well, not everybody needs to have a voice. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm they saying? Yeah. Really and so now you have substance. to break through all that stuff. Even right. just getting through all yeah. the casting emails every day, it's like that takes at least an hour. Yeah. That's why uh-huh. you got to have an agent. I know. Yeah. I know. You got to have these Jews behind you. So true. I don't think any of my agents are Jewish, to be honest with my you. My agents are Jewish as my fuck. My old agent was Jewish. <laughs> my agents are. My manager's not. Mm. You know, it's so. a balance. It's a balance. It's a balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yin and yang. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess there's good. There's pros and cons. I mean, you can't fight it, so why why lament it? You know what I mean? Right. It's what it is, and you're not going to be like, well, I'm going to stick to the old school's method. You're like, well, no one's doing that. So Nobody's doing it. It's just, you know what? There seems like, it, it, because there's so much with technology, forget the industry thing. It just seems like it was a simpler time in the 90s. Like, I remember when having a pager was a big deal. I had one in junior high, and the only person who was paging me was, like, my mom. Yeah, bro, when, but like, imagine, loaf was ready, imagine you know? if you're not at home and you get <laughs> like, that audition to be there in 30 minutes. Right, but it would weed yeah. out the right. people who didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember, I'd pull off the I pull off the freeway and check my pager message if it was from my agent. Yeah, you know what I mean, and not everybody would do that. Mm. So now everything's everybody's reachable, which is good and bad. It's like you know booking comedy mm-hmm. gigs on the road. Like 
you used to have to like you know send a tape or like do a phone call or whatever. Now like you could just blast your stuff out there. Right. You know right, what I mean? Uh, you could just be like here's my here's my ten minute whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So you know it's 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 good and bad. I mean it opens mm-hmm. up the world to everything, but it also opens up to everybody. Right. Right. You know where there used to be kind of like some kind of like filtering system where it's like if you've got an agent and you're on a web, you know you got an agent. Then that that filters out like eighty percent of the people. So now it's just you against twenty percent more people. Right. You know. Right. So mm-hmm. it used to be filtered. There used to be like gatekeepers, I guess. And right. now it's yeah. less so. Right. Well, entertainment's changed though too, don't you think? Because it's like that chasm between performer and audience. You know, used to be like wider. Oh, now for sure. Now it's like kind of like this. You well, because I mean? you're reachable. Words. You're reachable you're everywhere, reachable. and you yeah. won't. And you don't build an audience unless you communicate with your audience. Uh-huh. Like any YouTuber yeah. out there, the reason why they're so big, it's not based on talents because they can communicate with their audience consistently. Right. And the audience loves them. Like, oh my gosh, you talked to me directly. That's amazing. Like you can never get a hold of Tom Cruise back in the day. Yeah. But now you can just tweet at him and be like, what's up, Tom? Now it's just like he's one of us, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Which is good and bad too. But, you know. I feel like yeah. there's good and bad with that though. I was just at a film con this weekend and they did a whole panel for an hour about social media and about replying to people in your comments and like replying to your DMs. But, I, so I started doing that today, and I go in my DMs, and it's like all these weird messages where they're just saying like "hi," but it's like H Y E. Really? Like, Are they know, from what, like Turkey I, or something? I don't know. Am I supposed to reply to that? <laughs> and like, what do I say? Like, it, how do you choose who to reply to and how to? And I don't want to like open up the door to a bunch of like weirdos. Like, well, especially yeah. females starting strange sure conversations too. with me. I get a lot of I get a lot of inboxes from people that I just assume are in another country because they send me that. H-Y-E shit and it's like hi friend how are you today and I'm like yeah. nobody speaks like that over here like, you might have yeah. a huge market in Istanbul you don't know you're, you're, you're blocking all these people and they're like why is this good not like us in Kazakhstan I got, I got yeah, dude, it's so so weird like you, you get like those are the people who always DM you as a guy is somebody from like another country and mm-hmm. it's like hello friend I love you so much no and girls like get that too somebody from like Israel or, or you yeah. get one of those like, girls who like you want to see my news today you know oh yeah <laughs> like the, the those, those fake spam bots and yeah. the only guys who add them are just like the, yeah. the biggest loser that you went to high school with is your mutual <laughs> friend. It's exactly. like, she's not adding Chad from Woodshop. Class. I gotta tell <laughs> y'all a funny story. So, you know how I started our social media pages yeah. recently? So, like, if you go on our Instagram, for example, it has our names listed. Like, it says like Matt, Haley, Ray, David. So, but because Matt's name is first, we get a ton of those spam bots that are like, hi, Matt. But the thing is, like, I'm the one opening all the messages. Uh-huh. And it's like chicks trying to send you nude photos. Oh, <laughs> and, and she's blocking them. <laughs> Come on. Block that's not blocking them. Right. Yeah. No, but they're, they're, they're not really girls sending No, I know, I know. They're it's like, just funny. They're automated systems with some guy, like, smoking a cigarette like he's in Jurassic Park. <laughs> and just, like, sending out naked headshots. Somewhere. See, one of the oh, first weird. one of the first things I got, I did a film years ago. And I got a, a letter, like a fan letter, like uh-huh. back when you started, uh-huh. like, right, like fan letters. And that was kind of exciting. That's awesome. So I got a oh, few wow. of those and one from like uh, Romania or something like that. Oh. And so I wrote the guy, he's like, hey, can I have a headshot and all this kind of stuff? And it's kind of broken English, but I was like super flattered. I was like, wow, from Romania, that's amazing. So I sent him a headshot and uh, took like for a week to figure out what do I want around the headshot? Like, I got to write something really deep and meaningful or whatever. So I sent it to him and then he writes and he sends back. Another letter and thanks for this. I got your picture. Thank you very much. I'm such a big fan of your work. And I was like, this guy's really a huge fan. And then the next envelope I got a week later was like, you should come visit Romania. Here are some hotel options right here. And then started oh, me like sending man. like all this like you know, come and stay at this like resort and we can hang out together all week. And I was like, wait a second, <laughs> nah. he's not that much of a fan. He no. just got picked right. up. But he, he was just... gentle. He was nice. 
Yeah, as long as as long as he didn't, you know, pull your hair too hard. Right, right. No, he was very like he was just as flattered as I very was. Very sensual. Yeah. It was a very give and take. Yeah, put we, his hand on the waist very softly. Yeah, he was nice. He was. They're like that in Romania. Dude, it's 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 your international fans, and then it's Craigslist people. I was applying for apartments this week, and uh, there was this one guy. I was like, "Hey, man, your apartment sounds really cool. I'd like to talk to you for, about it further." And he goes, "Can you please send me a picture?" I was like, "Ah, oh, no, right? I'm not going to do that. This is a Craigslist." Yeah, window, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It like, opens up the creepy factor, man. I mean, does, you're man. you're open to everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much. And as pretty like you know, as a performer, you just want to be like, "Oh, everybody just likes my material. It's amazing." Yeah, and you're like, "No, right. they don't. They just want to." Nah, people they people won. are weird, man. People are weird as hell, bro. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, they are. I, uh, I, uh, I've gained a lot of people that, that follow me off of the the show that I'm on on All Def Digital and a, few, and a few other things. And I didn't know all this time that my uh, that my um, phone number was attached to my Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mad. Wait, yeah. how is it? How, wait, wait. How is your phone attached to your Instagram? Bro, I'll show you, bro. You got to make sure. You, you got to make. I get a freaking FaceTime. I got a FaceTime at like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> from you who? From a girl or a guy? This. I don't know who the hell it was, man. This motherfucker had on a Halloween mask. That's amazing. Oh my god, that's And they scary. had like a, a fake African accent. They like, I'm your biggest fan. I, like, I appreciate it, man, but who the hell are you? How'd you get my number? What if he was Why? just a big super fan? Like he just totally blocked this weirdo. Yeah, but a Halloween mask though. <laughs> I think he was looking for a new set of skin. It is <laughs> it is scary because you could I mean it's all out there. You gotta be, especially in the performing thing, you oh, gotta you gotta be careful. And people get obsessed with you. That's what's so yeah. crazy is like the whole concept because like especially with you yourself you're like I've been in my body my whole life I'm not that interesting but then there's these people <laughs> who make this fantasy of what they think Absolutely, you are because yeah. they see you in something because you're you in know? a power position you're a in power an entertainment position. power position like when right. I host live events the corporate things you're a rock star even though it's like oh, yeah. 200 people from like I don't know, like Southwest Airlines, and you're hosting this like week long conference or whatever because you're the one on stage with the microphone being entertaining and breaking them out of their exactly. gold drums. It's an alpha. You're thing. the rock star. Yeah. And you're the one that, I mean, you might as well be like the Rolling Stones to them, you know? And so it is this weird kind of obsession thing. And then they're like, oh, I want to, I want to, you know, I, I want to hang out with, I got to buy drinks, I got to hang out with the MC or I got to bang the host or, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's, it's this weird kind of vibe. When to you it. leave yeah. LA, bro, you turn into. You you turn into a superstar, bro. Oh, it's insane! You can't yeah. you can't sell a place out in L.A. But if you go anywhere outside yeah, of L.A., like you could mm-hmm. pack them in. When I go outside oh, of L.A., I'm like, damn, this show is really that big. Yeah, or, or just the way yeah. people in the airport. Laugh. Yeah, I'm stopped in the airport. I'm like, wow, bro, thank you, man. Like p- taking pictures, like, bro, I'm, I'm flattered. I'm just a country boy. <laughs> I was stopped in uh, in uh, Graz, Austria, one Graz. time. Graz, Austria. I was just like, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's a tiny little town outside of Vienna. It's actually where my mom was from. So I was visiting right. like two years ago. That's cool. And I was just drinking beer in this little like pub thing. And I saw like the waiters kind of looking at me, and I was like, oh hey, this is cool. And I was speaking a little German with them, and I was ordering this by myself. And I leave, and the waiter comes running out after me, mm-hmm. and he goes, um, he goes, hey, excuse me, excuse me. I was like, yeah. He goes. Famous actor, right? Famous actor. <laughs> I was like, ah, I've done some things here and there. Like, you know, well, you know, I was modest, right? Uh-huh. He goes, because eh, 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 I did a Heartbreak Kid. He's like, eh, the Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller movie. Yes, I was all, 
Are you serious? Yeah. He goes, wow. yeah, yeah, famous <laughs> actor. Come on back in and get a That's drink. So cool. And it was like so rad because there's like this little tiny pub in yeah, Galatia. You know, like it was knew. genuine. Yeah. But you don't realize how far your reach is nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's flattering as hell. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, dude. Just just the just people's reaction whenever it's like it's weird. People that entertainment factors yeah. so huge to people. If people do find you entertaining, yeah. they will legitimately legitimately like be like really touched that's what's so weird about entertainment you forget about that because you're in oh, LA yeah. and everybody's doing it and you're like you get trapped in the LA shuffle right. but then you go out and then like just because of the fact that you entertain people they're like so in awe yeah and you stand like, out too like when you go tour like smaller towns you oh, stand dude. out like you're because you're, yeah. you dress a little different they don't know you they don't recognize you you know you walk in you're wearing you know you dress like you do in LA but they don't right. dress like that in Coos Bay, Oregon, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You stand so, out. Yeah, you stand out. So they're like, this guy must be something. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went back what. to Southern Illinois. I don't know what, but this guy's something. Yeah. I went back to Southern Illinois, my hometown, and there was this kid that I went to high school with, and he goes, dude, he goes, I don't even want to know how much money Comedy Central's paying you. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, dude, I go. You're I like, you like, don't want to know. You don't want to know because it's nothing. It's not what you think. Yeah, and, and then I'm just like, dude, uh, yeah, you know, sure. people who work at Walmart are making more money than me at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but like you do, but you're living their fantasy and they get to live vicariously through you. So sometimes you're just like, hey. They just dream of living in Van Nuys. They're if like, I was oh, living. Yeah. Palm trees, man. <laughs> if, if I was living anywhere else, I would have five cars and a mansion. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easily. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, dude, LA, I could rip the entire planet off now that I've lived here for eight years. I could go and just scam every human being on the planet now with everything that I've learned here. Right. I'm not going to. Uh -huh. But the thing is, is LA. Give it a year. Just, Give it one more year in Van Nuys. One more year in Van Nuys. And then after <laughs> and that, another, I'm going to. And another rat bite. I'm going to turn into Lionel Huts from once, the Simpsons. Once the rest of the Crip Racks come out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Crip walking up on like, you. Yeah, I, it's like Thriller. They just come out. Oh, they're all choreographed. <laughs> I make decent money here, bro, but my place costs more than my mom's house, and she has a 15-room house Yeah, yeah. in yeah. Georgia. I feel so oh. sad when I think about how much money I waste on rent every year. Yeah, yeah well, Van Nuys, it's 1075 <laughs> for a studio. It's 1075 for a studio. Matt, you pay 1075 to live in Van Nuys? For, for, for a studio. And you know what? My friend has a two-story house in Arizona. He is He's a cop. He has a two-story house in Arizona. And uh, his rent or his monthly payment on his house payment is less than what my studio was in North Hollywood, which I was paying seven, seven hundred, seven fifty, seven hundred somewhere That's around there. That's nice. It was very nice. And my friend was like seven hundred. He goes, my house payment is less than that. But you, you have to live in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, the, that's I'm considering. Sure. I'm considering like in the next year or two buying a house in Vegas. Yeah, just to a, have it's it. A, it's a thirty minute flight away. But Vegas has gone way up. Yeah, but lately. dude, yeah, I mean, a, a flight, how a, much is a flight? 120 bucks round trip. So you do that once a week? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you can commute. Here's my new thing, van living. The van life movement. Oh, you heard about that? Oh, yeah. Like these decked out vans? Yeah, yeah, I've been reading blogs awesome. about it. I'm so on board with that. Because you could, because uh, we live in a world where you could live off Wi-Fi, uh -huh. pretty much. And so I was reading like this one blog 
nine months they lived in the van decked out van had like a bed in it in the back of it the cooler plugged in the engine so like the front uh, between the seats was like the fridge mm-hmm. they had like a little stove inside their van with like oh, a little wow. desk and everything uh-huh. it was a kind of a dope setup on the van and they were just like yeah if we want our front yard to be the beach we'll just drive to the beach for a couple of days if we want our front yard to be the forest and you know they were, they they worked through wi-fi so like wi-fi is everywhere mm-hmm. and then i was thinking yeah and then if you book a gig on the road or whatever they'll fly you from wherever you are or you just drive there yeah. You're like, oh, I'm booked in, uh, you know, Idaho. Let me just drive to Idaho. Bro, and you got you your had house. A regular That's job. Awesome. If you just had a regular job, you'd be living good. Yeah. But how much would it take to deck that van? I'm sure probably like five grand. It wasn't that much. I've <laughs> I've actually been on like some uh, like a, this this uh, classified thing where they send like vans for sale. Okay. But they're going like like a decked out van with the bed and everything is probably between like four thousand and ten thousand. That's bucks. not much at all, dude. I mean, my no. Hyundai Elantra was like 11,000. Yeah, yeah. So I'd really have a decked out yeah. van. Dude. I mean, there's yeah. some miles on it, but still, like, I was thinking about I'd that the other day. I'd have a van and another car. Yeah, and just leave your car wherever. I'd leave my van. I'd, I'd, I'd probably either, like, <laughs> what I'd probably do is just pay, like, 180 bucks and stay in a nice-ass parking garage. Right. Like, 180 bucks a month, and then just have my regular car that I parked there as well and just... Sleep in the van and drive the car as needed. Rotate through. So yeah. that's not a bad idea either. I would love to, like, for a year at some point in my life, do the van life and just travel, like, all over America. I always want to see all 50 states and then <clears> to put <throat> all my shit in storage. You can't drive the van you to Hawaii. Drive, yeah, I was there's, a whole, there's a whole ocean uh, between Hawaii. And <laughs> yeah, I to... figured that. Unless you, it <laughs> has a flotation device, you know? <laughs> that's true, yeah. You could put, you could just graft some flotation or on the bottom like, of it. Or is there, like, there's not, like, a, a boat where you can just drive the van on yeah, the you boat ferry. Like a ferry? Yeah, yeah, but that's a long That would probably be two grand. Does that exist, though, that ferry to go? It's not a ferry. It'd be, like, a Navy carrier, like a real ship. You can have your van shipped out there. Yeah. I think you have to break the rule for Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. I've never be been good. to Hawaii. Or yeah. Alaska. It, it's, it's, it sounds so nice. I would never want to live there You've because the cabin fever element of being surrounded by water and you can't leave oh my sounds gosh. sort it's of like it's like Guantanamo that. Bay, but like still. Matt, it's not like you can no, no, no. see all, you still see land. Matt, I, I lived in an <laughs> island. Like You're on land. It's like Gilligan's no, what Island. You surrounded? No. You've never been on an island? Of course I have, but so the thing is, is what I'm saying is, is it's not just like you can like leave Hawaii like that easy. You know what I mean? Like but you, you don't, can't, you can't, like you, you can't walk across the water. You can point. leave Hawaii easier to, Easy. than you can leave LA during rush hour traffic. Yeah, true. But, but the key <laughs> it's the fact That's knowing true. that it's it's available to do. It just gives me anxiety the concept. Uh, but the key it, to living you know? in Hawaii is being of the mindset that you don't want to leave. You're living in paradise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I had a buddy who moved there, and he used to live in LA for years. And he moved there, and I was like, "What do you do?" He goes, "I wake up, I play guitar on the beach all day, I, I bartend at night for a couple hours with the same people every night." He goes, "I love it. I wake up, I'm in paradise every day." He goes, so, "Why would I want to leave Hawaii if it's wow. paradise?" Is yeah. he stressed ever? No, no. How he can goes, you it's be so stressed? mellow? You but can't is be. he complacent now? Does he feel like he's sort of just sort of like happily complacent? Like, but it, yeah. but you have to have that mindset like you want to stay on the island if you're gonna live. There. Bro, you stay in LA for 25 years and see what it do to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna want Hawaii real fast. <laughs> you won't anywhere. Palmdale's yeah. yeah, looking good. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, honestly, that's like true. Like you'll just be like, you know, Middle America looks amazing. You know, just the, have a farm, have a life. But Hawaii's big enough to where you can disappear. Mm-hmm. You, you can. I mean, Honolulu. Yeah. There's, there's a cheesecake factory. Yesterday I was. Yeah. Yesterday I was losing my shit, bro. I was like, I need a vacation soon, bro. Yeah. 
Oh I yeah, was, me too. Dude. I, <laughs> I was like last night. I was like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I was. I was really? But it's it's yeah. it's the Mercury I retrograde. I, I was like, why am I feeling like this? Then I found out there's a retrograde going on right now. Yeah. But having yeah. been out here for years, you got to get out of L. A. Yeah. Once a at least, yeah. at least two or three times. You have to every leave. Six months. When, yeah. when when he moves, we're gonna go to Joshua Tree for like a weekend. Yeah, Joshua yeah. Tree's and stuff. Yeah, we're gonna got do. to bro. Have to. That's why I just keep booking road work. I say you stay gone all the time, so you're happy to come back to L. A. Yeah. yeah, my buddy, he's always on the road. He's like never in LA so his name's Steven Briggs and he's just like always 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 like he's in China right now or something like that like and so he just travels all over yeah you know? I've been out of town for like, like the past two months like yeah, this is literally my comedy. two days did you miss into- LA? no uh-uh really? no but part of it was work part of it was comedy part of it was theater part of it was okay. just a trip to Russia like uh-huh. it's just random but see I miss LA even when I'm gone for like a week I miss it I, I used to but now I know when I come back LA is gonna be LA yeah. Okay. You know, like you do, you do have roots here, but I, I, I've realized I like traveling a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. If you travel to nice places, yeah, you know? nice places. Yeah, because yeah. I've been going to cool places. It's not like yeah. I've been living in a Motel Six or anything. For me, it's also depends like where I'm going, what the weather's like. True. You know what I mean? Like I can't handle cold weather. I need to be like somewhere hot, sunny. Oh yeah. Cold. See, yeah, I yeah. was just like in Minneapolis where it was cold, oh, and yeah, then Russia where it was freezing, of. and then. Yeah. Uh, Afghanistan was freezing. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Jeez. so I, I was in the Imagine. snow for like a month. Yeah, so I'm kind of. It was nice to get back here uh-huh. where it's nice, but uh, no, you do have to get out every once in a while. You that's do. what's fun about this. Is that's what's good about the career is that this kind of job is that you're forced to leave every once in a while, right? Which is fun. And you realize how, once again you're so much more appreciated in the rest of it. Like you, yeah. you see how people laugh is like. I mean, in L.A., it's like people will be like laughing, but then you like go to the Midwest and it's amplified like 50 billion times. Like somebody will take out like a Bowie knife and just stab themselves in the hand. It's like, <laughs> he's funny. Like, it's like crazy. <laughs> I like how you said Bowie knife pronounced it correctly too. That was impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm all about my knife collection. Well, in L.A., in L.A., you're not, you're not unique in L.A. You know what I mean? And the crowds, the crowds in L.A. go to see shows for different reasons than anywhere else in America. America, except New York, Chicago, I guess. A little uh-huh. bit. Uh, you know, the rest of America, they go because they want to, I want to go out for a night and have dinner and a few drinks and laugh. And mm-hmm. that's what they're paying for that uh-huh. experience, you know, and they don't get it all the time. Whereas LA, it's just like, oh, I have to go, my buddy, he said he has, I have to go see him at the show. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, it's, it's like a like different. supporting someone. Right. Like, Rarely mm-hmm. do people go out in LA, especially like in the heart of LA, to go just for, you know what, I just got to let loose now. I'm going to go hit the comedy store. It's like yeah. oh, I'm gonna go. I gotta, I gotta meet somebody over there, and then you know, you, you, it's a, it's right. a different Doctors mentality. Have headshots out here. Like, yeah, everybody's. It's, it's a different mentality of the uh, of the of the audience yeah. out here versus mm-hmm. like the rest of the the world. Totally. You know. With that being said, though, I still do love L.A. I love like it. I I I talk I dog it like every now and then because I'm gonna dog any city that I live in. Right. But it's I do it with love. Like I, it's funny to make fun of, but like this is the only place I I want to. L.A. is amazing. Same I here. love I love Los Angeles. I, I love living here. Like yeah. it's it's I'm like really happy here. The people that know? hate it haven't figured it out yet. If you yeah. can figure it out and still maintain a good head, and you're like, okay, I'm cool with traffic. I got a nice group of friends. I kind of got my thing going on. Uh-huh. Then it's an amazing city. Yeah. I never I never deal with traffic, bro, because I know the ins and outs. Same yeah. here. Just avoid the traffic. But once you figure out the patterns yeah, right. and everything else, but right. I've seen I've been here long. Enough. I see people get chewed and chewed up and spit out all the time. Yeah. They're oh just yeah, like, I can't For, stand LA since but, I I've been here yeah. eight years. Yeah, and about. 11 of us came out here. I'm the only one left. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You came out here with 11 You people? never told well, me Well, I mean, that. not together, but like That's throughout same. like a two-year span, like 10 other people I knew People moved. from Atlanta? Or yeah, people from all over. Right. Well, all 
people people that I knew that we kind of grew up together moved out here, and I'm the only. Well, there's one more guy. He's a dancer. Even just the amount of people who quit comedy is crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? I like, love it though when people quit comedy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> one last person on the bill. Yeah. You're like, can I have his spot? Can I do? Can I, can I do six instead of three? That'd be great. There'd be a new hungry person, you know, that's in it for a few years. I made a like... I made a post on January the first. I said, all you uh, all you New Year's Revolution comics, stand up's not the way to go. I heard it's all about improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to get everybody yeah. in, the, in the groundlings. Trying to get game. everybody to go back to UCB. Yeah, go to UCB yeah. in the groundlings and wherever else you want to go. <laughs> stand up's not the way. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't do it. I, that's why I have so much respect for it. Like, I, I don't know how you guys do it. It's like I can't imagine standing there just telling was, jokes. Like that's crazy. But you're me. a host, though. So I know, but I, I can't. I'm not a writer. Like I couldn't pre-plan and write out these jokes and then just stand there and tell them and. I don't know. That's just not me. I think stand up yeah, has to be sort of a last resort. Even the people who start it and like love it, like it's like I mean, if I would have been great at football, I wouldn't have done started stand up. I started really young too. I was great yeah. at football, like, but I, I got hurt. Right. Well, see, last resort. Like, there's always not some... last resort. I knew I was going to be in Hollywood before I knew I was going to be in a NFL. comedian. Yeah. So, like for me, it was like it wasn't like last resort and like oh damn it, I want to do this. I fell in love with it right away, but it's like that was what I was good at. But a certain person didn't have like I didn't have all these options available to me. But you have a certain uh, it takes a certain kind of person to do stand up, and not even just be good at it, be be consistent at it, like to do it over a long period of time. You have to have a yeah. There's something I don't know if it's something extra in your DNA or something lacking, but there is this lacking. There is this weird there is this weird thing where you think you can go on stage by yourself with a microphone and do 45 minutes to an hour, you know, and 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 think that people are going to want to see that. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost it's almost a sickness. You know, you know what I mean? It's like a it's, it's a very it is kind of a mental because no one else would do that. I know people who have given presentations at work or anything uh-huh. like that. It is this kind of weird drive that you have to have, and I don't know what it is. Like it'd be interesting to see, you know, if it's some kind of medical thing, totally. like brain scans. <laughs> you know what I mean about testing yeah. the gray matter in your yeah. brain. Yeah, dude, it's... I said I'm gonna start treating comedy shows like rap shows. You know how rappers bring like 40 people on stage? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just do that and like hand the mic to somebody and let them finish my joke. Oh, that'd be nice, like a whole like a whole Wu Tang <laughs> yeah. clan. Like, you're like, it's like giving up for Ghostface, and like you all filling each other's punchlines at the same time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, they're like your hype man and everything. Yeah. They're just all wearing the same color jumpsuit. I just say, hey man, why the chicken cross the road? They just give him the mic. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny to have like a whole like comedy <laughs> yeah. crew on stage, dude. That would be awesome. Because like when you see Wu Tang live, they bring like not just them, but it's like fifteen people exactly, on stage, and fifteen bro. mics. I would bring like twenty five people with me. That'd man. be hilarious. Why the chicken cross the road? The chicken cross the road so he could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just jumps in. Why the like, chicken? Everybody goes cross the road. <laughs> like a whole comedy game. That'd, that'd be a unique idea, man. Yeah, like, yeah. It hasn't been done yet. I think it's has nice. Not be done. It has not been done. I might be giving away golden ideas. Bro. I used to watch. Show, Jeff Garland used to do a show okay. and there's like six people up on stage uh-huh. sitting in like chairs and they would just pass the mic so they would do like they would just riff like Jeff Garland go out there and riff for like five minutes and when he was done he'd just give it to some random person mm-hmm. anybody on the thing and if they had something to go with then they'd just go and do as long as they wanted to do and so they would just jump up and do as much time as they wanted so it was kind of interesting because he had no idea Right. What was going to happen? Yeah. But it wasn't like a hype man. I did a show like that about a month ago at Nerd Melt, and they're actually closing down. I know. Yeah. Uh, Poor went out to Nerd Melt. It was four of us on stage, and uh, the audience tossed out ideas, and then we just start. Yeah. It was was pretty fun. It's fun. It's different. And it's like Setlist does it, too. Uh, You work out a different muscle. You totally do. Yeah. Yeah. Speechless, too. Have you ever heard the show Speechless? Where's that at? A friend of mine does that. It was at Nerd Melt. Uh, It's in the Bay Area. And what it is, a PowerPoint presentation, 10 minutes, audience gives you the theme, mm-hmm. but then you're doing a PowerPoint presentation 
based on slides you've never seen before. Oh my goodness. So you just got to set it up and then like you hit the thing, the click and the slide comes up and you got to justify the slide within like your, whatever the PowerPoint presentation is. Whether like, That's amazing. It's, it's, it, and like you said, works out a whole new muscle. And the good thing about that is the audience knows. So mm-hmm. if, it, if you're struggling, it's hilarious because they, they get they're, they're with your struggle. Mm-hmm. But if you nail it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's amazing. Of course. It's yeah. fun to play. You I gotta, might start that. At my, I have a mic at my house. I might start that at my house, get me and a few other comedians and we just write down random words, yeah. on cards, mm-hmm. and just start picking them and be like, "All right, riff." Setlist does that. Have you ever seen Setlist? No, I've never been. Where's Set that? Setlist. Uh, f- they do it. At Flappers, the Improv, yeah. uh, up in the Bay Area. They did it at Edinburgh, but it's uh, Troy Conrad runs it and Paul Provenza, oh, okay. and it is they give you they give you like five topics. These are your like your your stand up notes, mm-hmm. and then as soon as you get up on stage, here's your five topics, and you have to like, and it's really random. It's like uh, Nazi quesadilla, blah, blah, blah. like it's really random stuff, Can't and you got to and you yeah, and you got to do your whole set list based on this only these things. Oh my! So goodness. it's fun to watch a, na- a yeah. Nazi quesadilla. Nazi I mean, just like random, they put like yes. some random words together, or like, they'll give you like an acronym, and you got to like justify what that acronym is. But that's like your you know like your stand up notes. Gosh. It's good. Yeah, it's, fun. it's really fun, man. I, I just even doing that at open mics, going up there with no material, you know what I mean, just really, really helps. Oh, some of the best sets you've ever done is just like when you start riffing in the middle of a set, and then yeah. it just goes off from there. Because like, you're just, getting the center of who you are, which is the best comedy. It's, anyways, just, it's just so hard, man. In LA, dude, like the five to seven minutes, it's like, geez, I need I twenty minutes, sets. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like longer. That's sets why I too. like leaving LA and doing shows, even in the in the Empire Orange County, but even further out because then it's just like you have the freedom to yeah, explore. Yeah, if you, if you drive yeah. like 45 minutes out, you can get 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. But that's why I like doing the road yeah. stuff too, longer stuff because then you can just play with the audience. You haven't played the xylophone the whole time. You guys got a new xylophone. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It just makes <laughs> me think of Beastie Boys. <laughs> oh, pour one yeah. out for MCA. I think yeah, every kid in the day, 90s had band. one of these. I believe so too. Beastie Boys, my band. Yeah. Well, guys, I think I am going to have to jet out of here oh, you do? very okay. shortly. Yes. No worries. Yeah. So I don't know. Are we wrapping up? <laughs> no, are we he's playing are the we, xylophone. Are we playing? Is, 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 David, is this just... David checking out with the xylophone? Oh, yeah. Is that the good night music? Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like a little mobile spinning above Play your career. Is this the credits playing right now? <laughs> That's our credits. Is this our credits? Is this our cue for our credits? Wow. That needs to be our credits and be like, this has been the Stressed Out Podcast. Yeah. And that was the end. Yeah, you got to put that on like special it. skills in your resume. Yeah, you do. Xylophone. Well, thanks for having Hell me, like- Kit Kat. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for Dude, coming. thanks for coming through, man. I didn't get my water bottle, though. I was promised I was told. Oh, yeah. That. You know, oh, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, get you we'll give you an IOU. Okay. Talk to, reach out to my manager. They'll actually mail you one if you can give their mailing address. <laughs> and then address I can just pop everybody. by the, the store anytime and just be like, I have a little gift certificate for a yes, water bottle. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. They're going to send you a gift certificate. It's actually a dollar off of Nestle water. So. That's you know, a good water. So you might pay like <laughs> 20 cents. You want actually. water made by a chocolate company. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want. <laughs> you do. You do. That's the only way to go. Well, yeah. dude, where can people follow you? Yeah, shout out your social uh, media. Yeah, go uh, uh, at Joel Bryant on mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, the Joel Bryant on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Joel Bryant on Facebook. Joel Bryant fan page. Joel Bryant videos on YouTube. JoelBryant.net mm-hmm. for the internet. 
You can follow him in my car. I drive a Ford Fiesta Silver. Yeah. License plate is 7JMZ533. So you can follow me there. Guys, only real men drive Fiestas. I drive a Hyundai Elantra. Ditto. Oh, no. Fiesta means party, my friend. Yeah. Elantra is more of a fast and furious car. I'm getting hydraulics grafted on it. Yeah, mine's more more slow and practical. I like to pretend I'm in fast and furious at like 2 a.m. when there's no one on the streets and it's dark. I fucking love just ripping it around LA in my Elantra. Totally. I feel super cool. Same here. Do you cover up your mouth with one arm? Like, do you do the Vin Diesel? No. <laughs> do you go, we're family? Yeah. Who's going to be family? She does say that, I think, Loki. Yeah, She's Loki. cranking Charlie Puth, Puth and uh, yeah. Wiz Khalifa. She drives along crying. I do crank Or just listening to techno house music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whipping around. She's got yeah. loot of cranking out her windows. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me right okay, there. Okay, cool. I just yeah. followed you. No, the feel Joel free to Bryant. follow me. I'm doing plays right now and doing some more stand-up and all that kind of stuff. So just keep Follow it Joel Bryant, guys. If you don't, uh, it's not a big deal, but we will come to your house and open up your neck with a file uh, file opener and play ping pong with your Adam's apples. You so. nasty, oh. Matt. You nasty. <laughs> you know what? I'm descriptive. That's the most learned learned insult. That's the most learned threat ever. It was very, very, it was very, 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 uh, I... I really, really said that like very, very well. I, yeah, I articulated well myself well with the threat. It was a very eloquent threat. I think Matt's shows like, that my anger and eloquence can both show at the same time. You're definitely wow. the most descriptive person I know. Like you always describe exactly what people would be wearing, and like your characters have specific names and where they live. I love it. And threats. Yeah. Yes, and my threats are <laughs> and very, the threats. Very, you should see me in traffic. Oh, oh gosh, I know. The road rages through the roof. So. Guys, once again, follow us at Stressed Out Podcast. The Stressed Out Podcast. Gmail is is Stressed Out Podcast at Gmail. If Mm -hmm. you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, things you want to talk to us about, if you're from Turkey and you want to say H-Y-E to us, then feel free to do that as well, or Bangladesh or wherever else we have listeners from. Um, Also, our Instagram is Stressed Out Pod. Stressed Out Podcast yes. is our Instagram. Stressed Out Pod is our Twitter. Is our Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook. we got a Facebook group. It's growing. Yeah. 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 David's going to play us out with a xylophone. Yeah, All that's, right. That's the time. David Lucas. Matt Jones. Haley Ray. And Joel Bryant. Mm-hmm. There we go, y'all. Stressed Out Podcast. <laughs> Guys, make a wish. Bye. <laughs> that did sound like a little 